0: welcome to belong become be sent week three um, my name is noelle mash and dodger Vaughn's with me again this week hello we're, we're your hosts um, sorry i just kind of hit dodger on accident that was um, no accident it's
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, up frustration and anger
0: but we're so glad that you're here with us this week and dodger's gonna give us a little look back over the past two weeks
1: yeah absolutely um we have learned a lot over the past two weeks um We are slowly learning how to operate the uh, podcast studio here (laughs) at at Scripps College, but um, honestly, I think some of the the highlights from the past couple weeks have just been the discussions that we've been having, Mm -hmm. Um, so the very first week we were in here, we were talking about our testimonies and our stories and why those are powerful, you know, how can God use um, our experiences and our stories to impact other people's lives, and uh, from there, we transitioned to week two we were talking about community and how can community be an important part of the lives of college students and of course important parts of lives for all believers. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, it's been a really good couple weeks and uh, I'm looking forward to this week and the discussions that we're gonna be having here. And so we've got some guests in the studio with us today, guests, plural. Yeah. And so I'm gonna let Noelle introduce our guests today.
0: So again this week we have McKenna Spence who was here last week. Hello. And this week we have Luke Fredericks. Hey, he's what's up, a guys? A a biography on
2: yourself. What's going on? <laughs> My name is Luke. I've been in rock for like two and a half years now. Um, I kind of came into rock kind of in a in a kind of weird way. My girlfriend Sarah was one of Dodger's uh, youth kids, like all growing up, and she kind of like introduced me to Dodger, and I met him over over lunch where he was kind of like checking me out, making sure that I was a good guy for Sarah. Ended up sticking, and I've been with Rock ever since. Um, kind of a, some stuff about me. I've been a student at OU for three years in engineering, um, and I'm also in the military, and I've been in the military for about five years. So that's that's a big part of my life. But,
1: yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's Obviously, it's good to have... You both here in the studio with us today. I will say, I always make this joke when I talk about how Luke and I first met. Um, of course, as Luke mentioned, Sarah was a part of uh, my student ministry um, when I was still doing uh, ministry like with junior and senior high students. And uh, gracious, I've known Sarah um, since she was just tiny. And so like obviously I have a special place in my heart for Sarah because she went all the way through uh, from middle school on through high school in my student ministry. And, uh, and so when she told me she was dating this guy named Luke, like I full-on wanted to dislike this guy really bad. Like, you know? <laughs> and then he showed up met me for lunch that day, and I was like, oh, man, I like this guy. <laughs> so, but no, I'm glad because Luke is honestly a really good dude, important part of the rock community, and um, been influential, especially with the men um, in the rock community, been a good leader of our Bible studies. And, and so we're excited to have him with us here today. So um, as we get started this week, and start looking at the topic for today. Um, it's kind of, it, it might end up being kind of one of the heavier topics that we've talked about so far on the podcast. And um, so that, that topic is actually the struggles and the trials that we face um, you know, as students uh, on a college campus. And, so, and I'll say, obviously, I am not a student <laughs> here. Um, that is the nice part is being able to get in my car at the end of the day and drive home. Uh, But um, some of you guys live here full-time, and so I guess I just want to start with that first question there is just, what are some common struggles that the average college student is likely to face as they arrive on campus for the first time?
0: Um, I would say that a lot of people, especially as a freshman, you're homesick, um, and I know that that leads up through your years, too, because, I mean, you miss home, Mm -hmm. Um, and then Also, as the school year, like, starts feeling overwhelmed with, like, work and um, managing work and if you, like, work from classes, but also work from working,
1: so. So it's definitely, like, a balance, trying to learn balance of time. Definitely. It's a huge struggle for a lot of students, for sure. All right, Mac, Luke, what do you guys think? What are some struggles that, you know, because especially thinking, like, a lot of our, you know, friends that might be listening to this might be high school students that, are within the next couple years, be transitioning into college, like, What are some things that they can realistically expect?
2: Yeah, I mean, like, you're kind of coming into a whole new environment from your previous one. You know, in high school, at least for me, it was a lot easier for me to kind of coast through. Mm -hmm. Um, But in college, it's much different. You have to study, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) And, like, you meet new people, and I don't know. Like, you're just, you're kind of a, you don't know anybody. And so, especially getting plugged into, like, faith community is a really big big deal to do within your first couple years, because if not, you kind of are, you get in that funk where you don't really want to join anything or mm-hmm. it gets hard to make new friendships. So yeah, I would expect that, that it's going to be a big, a big change, but a good one, you know,
1: good.
3: Yeah. With going along with like new friendships and stuff though, there's like the expectation that you will want to have that like college experience mm-hmm. of like going out and doing crazy things, which, um, great, you know, do crazy things, but don't do (laughs)
1: extraordinarily crazy things. (laughs) Limit the crazy, (laughs) yeah. Limit the crazy.
3: And so that's um, kind of hard, because, like, for my first year here, which was just last year, I didn't know anybody, and so my roommate, who um, ended up becoming a very close friend of mine, thank goodness, um, I just basically followed her around and did whatever she did, and we had fun, but looking back at it, I'm really glad I also had rock through all Mm -hmm. of that, because it could have been a lot crazier and so you just have to kind of keep the balance between like wanting that like college experience and not (laughs) like wanting to go insane about
1: it. Absolutely well and you know something that you're saying there kind (coughs) of made me think you know when you're in high school you hear all these stories about college and even sometimes from people that are older than you Mm -hmm. um, they'll give you what I think is kind of bad advice but they'll say hey look you know, college is the best four years of your life. Go out, make stupid decisions, you know, sow your wild oats and, you know, like throw caution to the wind. And uh, really, I, I, again, I think that's terrible advice. Um, you know, and I don't have you, have you guys experienced anything like that? Somebody maybe before you left for college, like telling you something like that. I see some heads nodding in here. <laughs> you don't have to name names. you
2: know? <laughs> but, I, I don't know, like, that's just kind of the stereotype, you know, like, everybody says, oh, like, once you're free, and you go to college, that's the time to start drinking, or being promiscuous, or whatever, mm. and I think a lot of people um, kind of take their Christian beliefs, and they kind of set them to the side when they yeah. come to college, because they're like, oh, well, my parents are here to see, so, <laughs> yeah. like, I can just do whatever I want, but God sees everything. Yeah, absolutely. I, can't, I'm, I have a little bit of different experience because like, I was delayed a year of college, and I came from a completely different environment right into college. So I guess I was a little bit less. I didn't really have many friends on campus, so I was kind of shielded a little bit from that um, environment. But, yeah, I think it's dumb. Like, I think <laughs> yeah, it's a total absolutely. waste of time. But that's just me. Yeah.
1: Well, and you know, I think one of the things that we stress a lot um, especially within reach out on campus is instead of looking at, you know, these four years as like, just, you know, throw away years in a lot of ways. Um, you know, we always encourage people and challenge them and say, but what if instead you devoted these next four years to God? Like how, how could yeah. your experience, you know, be different? Um, so yeah, so like those are obviously some, some pretty common struggles um, that the average person, college freshmen is going to encounter, and there's some questions in there that they're going to have to answer, you know, who am I, Um, you know, how important to me is my faith, you know, what kind of community do I want to be associated with, so you guys definitely hit on some important ones there. So um, I'm going to turn it here just a little bit, make it a little bit more personal to you all, um, because I think one of the important parts of this podcast is for people to hear your stories, so what are some struggles that you personally have faced during your time on campus?
0: Um, I guess I can go first. Um, personally, I'm a commuter and I live at home. Um, so that has been kind of, well, it was like a struggle, especially in the first years of college, more now that I'm um, plugged in with different people, I'm okay now. But um, for the first little bit, I kind of was kind of sad because I wasn't getting the whole, like, on-campus experience and I didn't have that many friends, um, so I kind of felt out of loop with I guess the outside of class part of college mm. um, and then also I, I mean I've always struggled with kind of feeling homesick even though I live at home because mm-hmm. I come home so late at night and my parents work until five and then they go to bed early so I don't get to see them um, as much now that I used to even though I see them a lot more than other students see their parents and things like that. Um, But I think, too, like when I first started college and I didn't have a faith community um, with kids my age or anything, it was hard to make friends. And I think everybody deals with that, but I think you deal with it um, in different ways depending upon what your morals are and the things that you look for in close relationships with other people. Um, So that has really been uh, something that I struggled with in college.
2: Um. Personally, uh, for me, something I really struggle with the first couple years of college was rough on me academically because I was not used to that environment of just you know I guess having the responsibility and like uh, the drive to kind of study for stuff and I so I that. man I I I struggled a lot the first couple years. Um. But also kind of like kind of piggyback off what Noel said is you know it's hard to plug yourself in to community, especially when you're a, um, a commuter, because I was as well. And I was kind of bouncing between two different college ministries, and I didn't really know where I fit in. And so mm-hmm. really, he, I, what I would say is you just got to try try all of them, yeah. mm-hmm. honestly. But yeah, that was a big struggle for me. It's just a big change from high school in terms of academics.
3: Yeah, yeah mine was probably a combination of... Uh, the grade thing because I also had never experienced something like that before. And I started at uh, University of Cincinnati actually in engineering school. And I wasn't passionate about it and engineering is hard enough that <laughs> if you're not passionate about it, it's just not going to work out. And so um, through a series of class changes and college changes, I, where, I'm where I am today and I'm very grateful for that. So but the beginning was Stressful and difficult. And then also kind of going with what I said earlier, I really wanted to make friends and I really wanted to uh, like, I don't want to say fit in because that's like such like a high school term to Mm -hmm. say, but um, I just really wanted to have like a group of people because my sister played volleyball at college and so that was her group of friends and that was an immediate group of friends who she still has today. And I was like, "I, I just want... A volleyball team. <laughs> like, that's yeah. what I yeah. want. And so I had my roommate, and I had my roommate's friends. And then, but, like, I cannot stress enough how thankful I am that, like, I found rock, and rock, like, took me in because that's, like, now my volleyball team. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm very grateful for that. <laughs> and so, but with the struggles and stuff like that, again, I had, like, the conflicting interests of, like, rock and then what my roommate and I would get up to. You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I
0: think also going off of what Max said, like it can be a struggle when you come into college, especially if you come into college with a major that you've picked out and you start with the classes and you start not to like them, like being like, I need to switch this, but feeling the pressure to stay in whatever program you're in. Or also, I came in undecided um, because I mean, I wasn't the greatest high school student, so I was like, I should probably get my grades up before I go into a different uh, field of study, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can be a struggle deciding what you want to do and feeling like you have to stay in that program Um, but I'm one to tell you come in undecided and try all the things and then figure out what you want.
1: Yeah absolutely so it sounds like to me you know that that there are some common struggles that you know every college student is going to face you know fitting in finding a group that accepts you like Mac was talking about um, you know deciding what kind of person you want to be like those are all pretty common and then like you know, obviously, then you all had your individual struggles as well. Like there are things that you were know, personal and unique to you all, mm-hmm. um, and so you know, as we think about that, you know, you know, the, especially the things that are unique to you all, and, and well, and even the ones that um, you know are common to a lot of people. How how has your faith played a role though, in you overcoming
2: those struggles? Uh, yeah, like I can I can speak on that. So. Uh, being that I kind of sidetracked the whole going straight to college after high school thing, I went through a lot of things um, in my in my training and in the first couple years of me being in the military that really gave me I I considered it an advantage coming into college because I had a lot of people that were over top of me or my peers who were really critical of the fact that I was a Christian and they constantly uh, would. Belittle me or challenge me on my faith, and kind of the way that that works is, is that you either. There was a lot of people who I met in training who started out as Christians, and by the end of it, they had completely lost faith. Mm. And the thing is, is like you, you either you have to make a choice. Are you going to let that faith like solidify into like a hard diamond under pressure, or are you going to allow it to kind of crumble? And so, like, I had a lot of personal experience. I guess being more independent and and having like heartfelt beliefs that were true to me and that I didn't need to be validated by other people mm-hmm. in terms of my morality because uh, I had already I had already faced those challenges down and th- we'll kind of get into this later when we talk about some of the verses that we're gonna go over but really your struggles um, define your faith and if you have had no struggles then you're gonna have a hard time. Oh, absolutely. Uh, doing that, but oh, long story short, um, I think that that coming right into college after going through all that gave me an advantage compared to other people who maybe hadn't gone through things like that. In terms of, I just didn't, I didn't really have a want or desire to do a lot of the things that people are tempted by coming into college because I had already, I had already been kind of through that yeah. you know, before, so
0: um excuse me um I think like prayer definitely just trusting God and giving him your struggles is a, a big part of getting through those kind of things um but being able to do that comes with um reading the word and getting into it and finding what the word says about whatever struggles you're going through but also giving it to God to be able to do with your struggles whatever he has fit Um, But also I find a lot of comfort in sharing with others about whatever I'm going through um, because those struggles may continue. But like being able to talk to other people about it and just be able to get everything out on the table without leaving it inside is a a big help.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Sure.
3: Yeah. Going along with prayer, that was um, huge for me when I was trying to decide if I wanted to leave Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. because if i left cincinnati i would be leaving like the friends i had made there and i would be moving home and i like really really didn't want to do that but it's um like what my it was what my dad would was advising me to do and i'm like so grateful that like i sat down i remember sitting down like every day in my room and being like god you have to help me on this one because i only had like matter of like maybe five days to decide because um the community college I was gonna go into was closing registration like really soon and so I was like I just don't know like what to do it would it would help but I would have to leave and I it was just so hard for me to figure out where I was supposed to be and so prayer really really helped and I do genuinely think that I made the right decision on leaving and so like that's a major way that faith played a role in that struggle because I just I wouldn't have been able to do it without like the guidance of the Holy Spirit telling yeah. me through that like no I really think that you're in the wrong place right now like, <laughs> right. <laughs> this ain't it <laughs>
1: right yeah that's you know the thing that kind of came to mind as you were telling well actually as a lot of you guys were sharing you know, is that idea of the guidance and hope, you know, that w- without the faith, you know, how do we know that we're making the right decision? How do we know that we're not, you know, because of the pressure that we're under you know, in these trials or the struggle, that we're not just succumbing to the pressure? How do we know that we're going the right direction? And so I think, you know, God's guidance in that, and then also the hope that we have, that like, hey, things do get better, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like. Obviously, as you guys are sitting here telling your stories, you know I'm, I'm struck by that. that you know, we we all go through these difficult times, these struggles, but you know, that God's led us through these times for a purpose, um, and so that's actually what we're going to get into here. So uh, you know, each week we also try to get into the Word and see what God's Word says about um, the topic of the week, and so um, you know, God's Word actually does talk a lot about struggles. You know, um, obviously that's the thing that you know, man has, you know, I guess wrestled with since the beginning of time, you know, why does God allow us to go through these trials? You know, what, what do we have to have struggles in our lives? And so, um, the scripture actually speaks to that a lot. And so, um, we've got three different passages of scripture, um, that you all are going to read and then share some thoughts on that. So I think, Noel, you said you're first up here. Yep. So go ahead. You're reading mm-hmm. John sixteen thirty three, correct?
0: Yep. That says, I said these things to you that in me, you may have peace, that you may have peace. In the world you will have tribul- tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Um, so some of my thoughts on that is like, this is actually one of my favorite verses, and I have it um, like, on my computer at work as my background. Um, but we may have all these earthly things going on, but God has overcome the world mm. and will always get us through whatever is going on. So like... Um, there's another passage that says that we shouldn't worry about the morrow because, I mean, God's got it. So that's, I mean, no matter what you're going through, God's got your back.
1: Sure. I think it's powerful, too, that, you know, that's coming from Jesus, who obviously was, you know, familiar with our trials and yeah. our struggles. And you know, the scripture says, here you know, that he was tempted by all the same things that tempted us, but mm-hmm. was without sin. And so, you know, obviously Jesus himself suffered, you know, so it's not that he can't relate to our our trials and our struggles. Like, he suffered and was tried by the same things. Um, So, you know, for him to say, you know, hey, look, just be aware, you know, you guys aren't immune to suffering. Because I think, honestly, one of the things that we, sometimes when we're young in our faith, we just assume that when we make this decision to follow Christ, that, boy, you know, God's going to pave that path ahead of us and make it really easy. And that's, (laughs) it could be further from the truth, right? It's when it Um, gets hard. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, So... So yeah, so I think that's you know an encouragement you know to hear from Jesus, like hey look you know be aware you're gonna suffer. There, there's gonna be tough times ahead of us, but you know take heart. You know ultimately you know, I've already overcome the world. So yeah, all right. So First Peter one six through seven. That's Luke, right? Or no, Mac. I'm sorry, Max. <laughs> Max got that.
3: All right. So in all this, you greatly rejoice. Through now, for a little while, you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, or greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed.
1: Hmm. And like, I think Luke, you were saying in your story, right? You know about how important those trials end up becoming.
2: Yeah, this is really weird, actually, that we're talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you want to say anything, Mac, about? Okay, so this is super odd, because, like, there was a particular time in my life when I had nothing. Um, it was actually, like, really funny. Like, we were out doing a training exercise, and my phone had broken for some reason. We, I had nothing but my devotional, right? And so, totally just on chance. Um, there was just something horrible going on, a lot of just struggle going on. People, people really give me a hard time for all this, and Actually, 1 Peter 6-7 through 7 and James 1, 2 through 2-4 were two of the verses that actually, like, or two of the sections that were actually in that devotional at mm-hmm. that time. And so, like, these mean a lot to me. Um, yeah, so it's really, it's really kind of a misnomer to think that you're going to have an easy life for yeah. called following Christ. Um, You know, you look at the early church and you look at what the disciples went through after Christ died under Roman occupation, and that would immediately extinguish that idea. Like, you know, Peter was crucified upside down, you know, and, and like people were thrown into the Colosseum with lions and eaten alive and all because they refused to give up their faith in Christ. And they saw it as like as an honor to be killed in the same fashion that Christ was killed mm-hmm. because it brought them closer. And so, like, um, going off of, like, Max' verse, i gotta, I got to reread it here. Um, okay, so we're at uh, 1 Peter 6 through 7. Um, so rereading this verse, uh, as I said before, it means a lot to me. Um, just reread it again real quick. And all this, you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief and all kinds of trials... These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than goal, which perishes, even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. So, yeah, exactly. So, like, there have been times in my life when um, I've had to go through stuff like this. And essentially, you know, when we go through trials like that, it really refines our faith. And,. It's so true. You look back on it, it, could be really hard in the moment, but you look back on it, you're like, wow, I was a, I'm a much better Christian today because of what I went through in the past and things that now, you know, things that a lot of people struggle with now, you look back and you say, man, God, you've gotten me through things that are so difficult when, when I'm, and my thinking are so difficult and so I can overcome these challenges because you've proven yourself to be faithful to me. Um,
1: Right, which comes back to that whole idea of yeah. like why that's valuable. Why, why would Scripture describe that as the the, the trying of our faith being so valuable? Well, there, you know, you just hit it right on the head.
2: Right, like there's that saying that talks about there's no fair weather Christians. You know, God, God is, and Jesus especially, like in the Bible, you look and they're they're the most there in times of trials. You know, like, sure. um, and. That's when your faith really gets tested. It's not in the good times because anybody could say that God is with them in the good times. It's in the hard times sure. that your faith really gets uh, solidified. Absolutely. Yeah. Um,
1: so then, Luke, you also have James, <laughs> yeah. one, yeah. two, through four. And I know three. you said right before the, the podcast, you know, cut out there that both of these scriptures were you know intensely personal to you yeah. and, and got you through a very t- difficult time during um, you know basic training.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure what stayed in and what didn't. Uh, yeah, I was just I was going through a hard time, and, and I, all I had was my devotional. And these were actually the two, ver- like, those two verses just so happened to be there when I was going through that. So it's really just kind of weird that we're doing this. Um, but yeah, so James 1, 2 through 4. Good old James. Um, all right. "'Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance.' Let perseverance put, finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. Um, yeah, again, something that I that I really uh, really resonates with me is like when I look at the people in my life that I look up to who are Christian leaders. Like ninety percent of them have had to endure trials of some kind. I'm not looking at people who have never had to face anything hard sure. for advice or for um, for an example. Um, and and again, just God. Uses trials, he uses uh, things that we would consider to be impossible to prove his glory and his sovereignty over situations. And going through stuff like that teaches you, like, you know, guy, like maybe you can help me with this whole college thing. Because <laughs> yeah. in the grand scheme of things, compared to what a lot of people are going through, not to minimize it, it's not a big deal no. compared to what yeah. most of the world is struggling with. Yeah,
1: I, you know, and, and you know, one of the things I, I love about that verse in James is that. It basically, it, it says that without trials that our faith is incomplete, you know, that we're lacking, you know. And so you know, for the average college student, you know, honestly, sometimes coming to college and like deciding, no, like, this faith is my own, right? Noel yeah. talked about like one of the, you know, that one of the first weeks we were in here about like, at some point we have to decide this isn't just our parents' faith. Yeah. You know, this is my faith. And so sometimes that's really just the, stri- the, the trial or the struggle that we need to go through. To, you know, pr- to prove that faith that we do have, you know? And so yeah, I, I like that James <laughs> says that you know, without those trials that we're really, we're as Christians, we're lacking. Yeah.
2: Not to, not to take, if I'm talking too much. No, that's man, totally. it's great. So like, yeah, we'll, we, we'll edit you out later. So <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I talk way too much. Um, yeah. But like going back to what we were saying about like the whole college experience and coming to college to like kind of throw off those quote unquote chains of faith. Well, like I said before, I had the advantage of not having that option. I had, like, I had the option, but like, thankfully God got me through it, and I was able to uh, really, like, take hold of my faith. This is your chance. This sure. is your chance coming to college to have those experiences and to have those advantages. Because in the moment, you'll say, "Oh, well, like, I'm just trying to be like everybody else." But when you're married and you have children and they're going to college and your wife in my case, or your kids are looking to you to be a leader, and um, to, to like, tell them things of meaning and value, you can say, well, you know what? College was really difficult, mm-hmm. but Christ got me through it, and it, it wasn't anything that I did, but they'll see, like, the example of you and what you did, and the glory that you brought Christ through those experiences, and that will really resonate with them, and so, like, you never know who you're affecting, you know? Yeah not to get too heavy but
1: no no it Absolutely. it really does it, it lays a foundation really what you're doing here you know, in college is laying a foundation like in your faith what you're doing in your faith and and in your career but you know, as part of reach out on campus we're we're obviously concerned about both but you know, <laughs> uh, you know your your faith being an important uh, part of that um, but it's really laying the foundation for the rest of your life. You know, mm-hmm. The trials that you go through here, the tr- the struggles that you go through here, we've talked before, they're not meaningless. They're not pointless. God doesn't just allow us to struggle and you know, not bring good out of those situations. Definitely. So, yeah, good stuff. So, um, all right, guys, any closing thoughts or discussion about trials and struggles that, that college students face?
3: I have more things. Okay, good. Um It's uh, the thing to remember is like it's definitely what you make it. Mm -hmm. Like um, stuff like rock or any Christian organization that you want to join isn't going to like fall into your lap. Like Mm -hmm. for me, it 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 sort of a little bit did because I just happened to be walking by at the cookie outreach. But even through that, I had to like actively go to the pizza party and then to kayaking and then to like up to the rock house and consistently bother Jackie and, <laughs> and be like, let's hang out yeah. and um mm-hmm. and so through that like I got to where I am. Yeah. But if mm-hmm. I didn't and I was like, oh they'll just reach out. <laughs> <I know." And laughs> but it is an yeah, it yeah. is a name. But like it, it just doesn't, it doesn't happen just then. Yeah. yeah. And so it's very much what you make it. It's really, really easy to fall into mm-hmm. like the like easy groups because you know it's not like as we talked about like being a christian isn't like all like happy-go-lucky like the good weather christians that was just mentioned it's people are going to be like oh you're actively going to church when you're in college (laughs) like that's not what college is for Uh, yeah And, and so it's it's very easy to think that there's like college is kind of like this like blank slate period where you can do whatever you want mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it could be but it shouldn't be right it doesn't need to be yeah
1: no you you know, you, you can make of it what you want except in the same thing we go through trials and struggles like we can either look at them you know as you know just oh this is terrible it's the worst thing i've ever gone through There's nothing good ever come out of this or like we can constantly be looking for you know how can i make you know the most out of the struggle like how can god be growing me through this I know that's a difficult you know, way to look at it when you're in the midst of those st- struggles but you know it's absolutely possible so mm-hmm. as we transition to the prayer time uh, one of the things we had written down here that we wanted to to talk about um, before we go into prayer is just to ask mm-hmm. you guys what are some ways um, that our listeners can support college students in addition to to praying for them obviously that's a big thing you know if you know college students um, even if you don't even if you just you're listening to this podcast, you know about the Ministry of Rock. Mm-hmm. Obviously, prayer is a huge part because you, know, as we go through trials and struggles, we don't go through them alone. We have people that encourage us, that pray for us. So you can be praying for college students. But what are some other maybe tangible ways that um, our listeners can support um, college students as they go through these trials and struggles?
0: I think like, one of the things that Reach Out on Campus really like wants for their students is for um, us to get involved with churches in the local area, and, like, um, we have our Wednesday night crosswalks, but we go on church visits on the weekends, but that's not always something that we get to do. Um, so I think something that our listeners can be doing is maybe when they see college students to be able to reach out and say, how about you come to church with me on Sunday? Um, maybe we can get you plugged in with our local church, because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, personally, I know, I know being involved with my church (laughs) that is my home church. Um, That's something that I really love, and I wish that more students that come to campus could be able to really feel a part of a local congregation.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, uh, that's something that's, like, is kind of weird about, like, it seems like our generation is that we place less emphasis on going to church than Mm -hmm. just, like, going to, and so... um, just like for people to be praying that people in, in Reach Out on campus would be seeking out uh, opportunities outside of Rock to be going into a different faith mm-hmm. communities and to be growing individually in their faith as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, just just for that, it's good.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, something I mentioned last week that I really like that specifically Rock does is um, we have stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's like it's really 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 nice and so like for people that want to support college students I feel like I know this is kind of like a huge thing but if there's a way to like put on like, like just like a movie night or something like that it's something to do that would help them not only get like put into like a faith based area but also to get them out of not faith-based areas. Right, activities that yeah. are glorifying God. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And so, like, obviously, not everybody can do that. But that's just something that I really, really like that, like, rock has provided for hmm. numerous students across campus. Well, and
1: as you were saying that, it made me think, you know, even last night at Crosswalk, um, Gloucester Church of Christ, who's one of our supporting churches, um, catered in dinner for us for Miller's Chicken. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just things like that, you know, make a huge difference. In the lives of college students, you know, in in the midst of struggles, right? Yeah. So, all right, well, awesome thoughts, um, man. This has been a really good session. Appreciate all of you all being here and just just your perspective on those things. And so, really, we just want to close out in um, a time of prayer. And so, we want to be praying for our Rock community, and we want to be praying for our friends on campus. We know that people are struggling uh, with different trials, different mm-hmm. struggles. Um, you know, and and so. Actually, as we wrap up, I know we're, we're running a little bit short on time. So, Luke, do you mind if, uh, if you just wrap us up today
2: in yeah, prayer? Sure. sure. Um, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much just for the opportunity to um, just talk about our struggles, God. And thank you, Jesus, that you are glorified through them, that they're not in vain. Um, you provide ample examples in the Bible uh, that the things we go through are for a purpose. And Lord, I just pray for the new students who may be coming to college who are apprehensive about what the future holds. I pray, Lord, that they would seek out counsel from um, those who are older and have maybe experienced those things and counsel from you, God, to just have confidence that whatever happens is your plan and um, that they would just take the faith that of their parents or of their own to just be even stronger in the midst of some of the trials that they'll face and Lord, I'm just so thankful, um, thankful for what you've done in my life, and I'm thankful for my friends at Rock. and I just pray that you continue to bless, bless all the listeners, and and to um, just just be with us, God. Thank you again, Christ, and pray, Amen. Amen.
1: All right, well, we want to thank you all for tuning in and listening to us. I pray this has been an encouragement to you all, and uh, make sure to join us next week as we come back for our fourth week of podcast. Yep. All right. So. Have a great day. Bye.